start this and spread it, it's, you know, it's going to be great for women's football. to the Lewis FC podcast. My name is Ben Lane at non-league Ben on Twitter and on today's big match preview we have the Robins and our former Bostic South adversaries Carl Scholten Athletic. In the big match preview I'll be diving briefly into the history and pre-season form of Athletic so without any further ado come in chamo as they say in Rome. <laughs> Carshalton Athletic traces its roots to two separate teams playing in the area of Rive Green in Carshalton in the early 20th century. Now, whilst the club's history is dated to the formation of a club called Mill Lane Mission in 1905, it also recognises the importance of officials, players and supporters of Carshalton St Andrews in the club's history. Mill Lane Mission registered their name change with the Surrey FA and began playing under the name Carshalton Athletic in 1907. The first ever match under this name being on September the 7th of that year. Their original colours, which were maroon and white, were those inherited from St Andrews, who were playing, as I say, in maroon and white stripes. Before the outbreak of the First World War, Carshalton tasted success in both league and junior cup competitions. In 1913, the club won the Suburban League Division 1 West, mm, and the following season added the Suburban League Division 1 East title to this, just probably join them together. In the same period, they also won the Surrey Junior Cup, Surrey Junior Charity Cup, and the Croydon Charity Cup, and were runners-up in the London Junior Cup. All these cups... The outbreak of the war curtailed this period of success and the club went into a period of kind of suspended animation during the war as its home ground was given over to uh, farming. Now, following the reformation of the club on the 31st of March 1919 and after playing at a number of different grounds, Carl Shelton finally moved into their new and still home in Colston Avenue during the 1920-21 season. And this was built as a memorial to those members of the club who lost their lives in the war. The interwar years were otherwise relatively uneventful. Uh, Then in the 1922-23 season, uh, they gained Football Association senior club status, and this allowed Carl Shelton to enter the FA National Competitions and County Senior Cups for the first time. 
After the Second World War, Karshalton's form and achievements tended to drift somewhat, but there are two notable occasions. Firstly, their FA Cup third round qualifying tie against Tooting and Mitcham, sure an attendance of 8,000. And secondly, they began a series of intriguing international friendly matches with Hengelo of the Dutch Leagues. In the summer of 73, we've fast-forwarded a bit, Karl and Athletic finally achieved a promotion of sorts when they were elected as founder members of the newly created Ismian League Division 2. Three years of struggle paid off, and in the same year that the mighty Southampton won the FA Cup, um, they secured promotion to the Ismian Premier Division after finishing as runners-up in the league in a year in which they also won the Surrey Senior Shield. After promotion in the league, the club entered another period of struggle, not finishing in the top half um, of the league until the sorry, 87-88 season. This coincided with the start of years of upheaval in the organisation of the ownership and running of the club, both on and off the field. The best that could be offered to supporters in this period was a solitary cup run as the club reached the second round proper of the FA Challenge Cup for the first time before losing 4-1 to what was then 4th Division Torquay United. Over this period, Carshalton had eight different managers, the most notable of which was a guy called Billy Smith. And the first Billy Smith era lasted for nearly nine years and was the most successful period in the club's history. During his time in charge of the club, they twice reached the first round proper of the FA Cup. They won the Surrey Senior Cup three times in four years and reached the final five times in seven. And they recorded their highest ever placing in the league at the end of the 1988-89 season and also won the London Challenge Cup in 19. 91. This period, though, came to a bit of an abrupt end when Billy Smith left to take charge of Kingstonian. Under a manager called John Raines, the club reached the third round of the FA Trophy. Uh, a manager called Gary Kilby led them to the first round proper of the 97-98 FA Cup, in which they lost to Stevenage Borough. Was Someone might be able to tell me this. Was this the same year that Stevenage Borough went on to beat Newcastle in the third round? Was it that year? Get in touch. Uh, and former player Gary Bowyer twice led a successful fight against relegation. In 2000, when the club was in severe financial difficulties, the ownership changed hands twice. Bowyer was dismissed. The clubhouse was destroyed in an arson attack and the ground's landlord, Sutton Council, threatened the club of eviction for breaching their lease. At the end of that season then, Carl Shelton were relegated to Division 1. Two years later, another new manager called Graham Roberts led them, to, led them to the Division 1 South title, which they then gained promotion to the Premier Division, and the following season they finished 7th and qualified, therefore, for the new Conference South. After a £12 million plan to rebuild the ground fell through, Chairman Steve Friend resigned, and under a manager called Jimmy Bolton, Carl retained their place in the Conference South in 2004-2005, but in 05-06, the club's centenary season, they were relegated back to the Ismian League. Herein, then, finishes the lesson. To find out more about the history of Carl Shelton between the years 2006 and 2018, please go back and listen to my interview with Alan Johnson in the Lewis Season Preview Specials.
Moving then on to the club in general and their pre-season. We'll start with the Car Shelton's ladies team. They're formed in 2011. And the ladies team operation has now been expanded to include girls teams from under 10s and under 16s upwards, with the first team competing in the London and South East Regional Women's League. So they've still got some way to go to get on par with Lewis, but hey, any progress is progress. And one other area which I thought was quite interesting is the Pan Disability Squad that Carl Shelton have, which has experienced both the league and the cup success, coming third in the Premier League in their first season, despite only entering halfway through that actual season, and then winning the Premier League in both 2014-15 and 2015-16. Their cup success saw them make it to the semi-final of the Ryman Disability Cup and won a third-place winner's medal in the Regional Disability Cup, both in 2014-2015. Club records then, since 1945, are as follows. Thank you very much, Wikipedia. So if there's any problems, you can blame them. Their career goal scorer is Jimmy Bolton. Former manager Jimmy Bolton, we know now, right? 242 goals in seven seasons. Highest transfer fee paid, £5,000 for Junior Haynes from Sutton United in 98. Oh, transfer from a rival. Highest transfer fee received, forty grand. For Ian Cox from Crystal Palace in 1994. Their record win was 13-0 versus Worthing. Unlucky. In 1991. And their record defeat was 11-0 against Southall in April 1963. In other news, I was very intrigued by the introduction of the quote-unquote world's first pay-as-you-go season ticket. Premise is as follows. You pay 10 quid for the season ticket and then a fiver for the game you turn up to. However, you must arrive at least 45 minutes before kickoff in order to use it. So really, it's less of a season ticket, more of like a membership card, isn't it? Personally, I read that kind of 45 minute stipulation and thought, ah, that's a bit rubbish. I mean, I get it. Get people in the ground, they'll spend money in the bar, etc. and so on. But I think surely... With that stipulation, you'll lose out on a heck of a lot of kind of last-minute footfall. You know, oh, I can't make it to the Palace game or whatever, so I'll go off to see Carl Shelton. But, you know, what do I know? Right, so their pre-season then. Obviously, we can't do too much of an analysis into Carl Shelton ahead of this game because, well, it's the first game of the season. But their pre-season has been relatively impressive winning four of the first six friendlies that they've played Uh, but that's all that is of course friendlies now how much you can tell from a team at this stage is as we all know anybody's guess now apologies if i pronounce his name wrong but manager peter adinyei Hopefully I pronounced that right. However, is very happy with Carl Shelton's preparations, stating to the club website that pre-season has been very good. The results have been pleasing, but the work ethos and performances of the players even more so. Everyone has raised their work rate as we head into a higher league. I've been very well supported by the chairman. Sounds like something from football manager. And we've almost got a full squad locked down with the new boys starting to gel. Only two of our championship-winning squad, Christy Pattinson and Brendan Murphy-McVeigh, have moved on to pastures new, but we've got new faces like Jerson Dos Santos, Mike Dixon and James Richmond, who have arrived at Colston Avenue. We try and create an atmosphere here whereby players don't want to leave, but both Christy and Brendan have left for good reasons and on good terms. 
We'll need options throughout that will be no doubt a tough season. Some players will want to play 60 games, of course, but it's part of my job to manage them in the right way while ensuring we have quality coverage all over the pitch. Definitely sounds to me like he's manager first, motivated second, probably entertainer third. That is it. Thank you once again, one and all, for listening to the Lewis FC podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with the show in any way, it's lewisfcpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at lewisfcpod. Um, we've jumped on the bandwagon and set up a fantasy football league with the code 545384-363927. That's 545384-363927. You can also find that code on our Twitter feed. Please feel free to join. There will be prizes for first place and, depending on how many people we get, second and third finally give us a little rate and review on itunes soundcloud or acast and make sure you subscribe to the show to make sure you never miss an episode right that's it the season starts here i will see you very very soon come on you rooks <laughs>